Hi there. We're listening to Graham Hancock and David Wilcock. Sounds like a sausage fest on it. Gaia, Atlantis. Um, actually, let's listen to Edgar Casey's Atlantis. We're listening to Edgar Casey's Atlantis. of history has been the lost continent of Atlantis. The orthodox scientific community relegates it to legend. But if you move back into ancient history, it was often referred to even by such philosophical luminaries as Plato. According to the Edgar Cayce readings, it matters that we're aware of its existence because we're about to enter a similar potential of destruction or salvation, depending on how we choose to use our technologies. Raymond Tarpey is a Cayce scholar who also shares that the people who lived in the Atlantean times are back, particularly in America. Welcome back, conversation number two. We just had a blast in conversation number one Thank talking you. about the origins of the species and many other things that you peppered in there. And Please. so let's do a quick little recap on that and how we got to Atlantis okay. from there. Okay. The recap would be we went through the story of creation, uh, of this particular creation, not that there have been ones before and will come after. This whole universe is part of the creation and one of the universes. Um, and we found how we were originally spirit beings and that we have a spirit destiny, but when we got entwined with matter, then we lose that memory and we prefer to deny it because we're enjoying ourselves in this place. But this enjoyment has pitfalls designed for us to awaken and see the reality. Reality is the main word you see in the Buddhist temple. Every Buddhist temple, there's one Chinese word, jun, reality. It's like jun, wake up yes. and see what is really here and fulfill your contract in between enjoyments. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, in between enjoyments. It is critical that we enjoy this place. Yes, We've chosen yes. it. But you talk about how we came for the pleasure of immersing with matter and exploration. Yes. We also talked about how the fact that many souls became trapped in that yes. and then did lose their memory of the other. That has created also a tremendous amount of trauma and pain. Yes. To be a species that is unaware of its more eternal and wise half creates an internal disconnect and trauma and at its deepest level. And creates a controllable population because controllable, the material yes. will begin to control. They, uh, you have no other recourse. You think you have a certain hierarchy in a certain place. That's only in that world, the material world. You are, you are nobility. And what the spirit life teaches is that you are noble. You are the one. You are the teacher. You are the shaman. And your job in this life is to achieve that level of resonance so that we can all achieve together and be free. And as you also talked about, 
when we were in the non-material realms, before being encased and ultimately trapped into the physical world, we were able to create at the speed of thought. We are master creators. This world was created via thought forms from even a larger source of creation. And so we've been, we're, it's, it's slow as mud now trying to make anything happen in the physical we're, we're a shadow. world. We have the shadow creative ability of what we once had. And we're trying to duplicate it in the material, but the spiritual is helping us to do it and working our way backwards through a plan. Because we're under a plan right now. It's called, the, I call it the plan of revelation. It is established by Amelius, the one who split himself into five different Adam and Eve simultaneously at some point over 200,000 years ago. Uh, that um, it, I don't know the form that that took. It could have been on the spiritual realm. Uh, uh, infusing into individuals at, in the five areas of the earth. We have to go into each one of them to explain how that un evolved and unfolded. But the plan is afoot, and we are to remember that we have help at all points in time. All we have to do is sit and meditate and realize our preciousness. You are precious. You are loved to a degree that you can't even imagine. It's all created for you. And all we have to do is realize our preciousness, preciousness and melt that fear away. And the people controlling are like a house of cards. So also will they fall. And so the pain that we're experiencing as a species is only a matter of the degree to which we're cut off from ourselves. That's correct, our spirit selves. Yes. And let's talk about the ones who are controlling. We, we brought this up in the past, yes. in the last conversation. Yes. We need to discuss it again because it lays the foundation for what played out in the various iterations of Atlantis. Correct. According to Edgar so Casey. we're talking about, according to Edgar Casey. Yeah. And this same story shows up as light and dark and shadow oh. throughout all oh, of Oh, yes, the, and Critias uh, and uh, Timaeus and, and uh, Plato. Uh, Socrates was involved in the dialogue. They're yes. all talking about the same thing, how the, uh, the ruling elite lost it. And yes, considered and considered themselves back a long time. noble and all the others peasantry and created what they call the great lie of the hierarchy of beings. There is no hierarchy of beings. They are all equal. Yes, and one of and, and another legend that I became aware of about 30 years ago, very, very similar to Edgar Cayce's, when the, the trapping came about, the trapping of the souls into the physical, no longer able to escape back in, to, to, to freely go between their true essence, mm -hmm. a non-physical essence and what they are now. When that happened, there were those who did retain, were able to traverse and retain a good amount of knowledge, who uh, by virtue of that became those who, who were the leaders. But within that, you had two camps we talked about the sons of the law of one and the sons of Belial, as Edgar Cayce mm -hmm. describes mm -hmm. these two philosophical mm -hmm. factions of those who remained in power in the very, very early days of mm -hmm. humanity. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about the objectives of each or the philosophy of each? Well, the sons of Belial were involved with the technology. They realized that they had power and they came to ignore their spirit selves. And we still have many beings on the earth that ignore their spirit selves. They think that they can prove everything, 
proving is ego. It is a controlling act. There is no proof. There is only the looking. There is only the realizing of the, of the self that it's been here long before us. It will be here long after us. We did not create it. Some, we are born into an incredibly intelligent place. And science helps us by showing us how incredibly intelligent nature is. Now we have to begin to ask ourselves individually, who is the shaman? And the first question that the shaman asks uh, is, who's running the show? When you're sleeping with your name, like I am Raymond, I'm sleeping. I am, who's conducting my digestion, this complex thing, the heart, the circulation of the blood? Who's healing all the cells in my body while Raymond is sleeping? Now, you can ask that question to people, and some people say, well, that's my brain. And that's how humans like to take credit for things that they're not doing. It's not yours because you're not doing it. You're claiming something that you're not doing. So the waking up means stop claiming intelligence that you're not doing and saying you're just doing it on sub, a, a subconscious level. Then start to listen to that subconscious level because that's where the intelligence is. Absolutely. Okay, so now we've set the foundation of players. Yes. Now let's go. There was a migration, and we talked about the Mayans. The migration, the Mayans are unique in that they had the migration of those from Lemuria on one side yes. and the Pacific, and then from the Atlantic, the Atlanteans. And so the Mayan legend came about, and you're a scholar in this area. Yeah. You even do Mayan readings That's for people, correct. which is of a depth far mm -hmm. beyond astrology. Mm -hmm. It goes into the depth of it's the soul. It's American astrology. American astrology. Indian yes. astrology, which came through the heart of the Americas. There's no mistake that the Maya are right in the heart, the center of the two pieces, like a mm -hmm. giant butterfly. Mm -hmm. They are the center. And their culture is picked to survive. And their writing came to us direct so that the Westerner can appreciate it. There's no writing. The Westerner has a hard time mm -hmm. appreciating or uh, valuing yeah. a culture. They mm -hmm. have to have that writing. And so it is the gift. It is the gift of the Christ that came through the Maya that that writing was preserved to us as an ancient record. It's hard to stop it because we're helped. And that's why the Maya is so prominent at yeah. this point in history. Correct. So now we know of their lineage, but... Let's go now from Lemuria, which overlapped with the seeding of the populations in the right. upper Atlantean stage, right. the higher stage, the and earliest stage. And so the stage. first, the first uh, migrations are coming in from Lemuria, and they're coming in earlier. So far, I, I stick with science too. I, I want the scientists out there to remember, I love you for doing all the grunt work. So. We can, we can use this to, as evidence for things, and it guides us. The scientists are doing the valuable work. The archaeologists, I respect every one of them. They're crawling through with, with paintbrushes and little toothbrushes and doing this all for us. It is a great sacrifice. And what they found is the Mulamurian culture was most prominent in Peru first because the oldest ones are found on the Pacific coast. That's why the Andes civilizations developed at that Pacific area. And so the greatest discovery now is in Peru, 
the great uh, pyramids of the Karal Supe culture, yes. mm -hmm. which uh, Ruth, Dr. Ruth Shadi uh, came across. Uh, there's a big archaeological controversy about a credit thing that's going on, but it's okay. I just, I visited down there because after I got my crystal skull, I was led from the Maya to Peru and my daughter married a guy from Peru and all of a sudden I'm drawn there by this crystal skull energy. And I visited Caral Supe and I saw one of about 19 or 20 pyramid sites, huge. And they're built at the same time or before Giza. And around them we find no forts, no fortifications, most and weaponry, none of it. Musical yeah. instruments. Interesting. Now, if we're putting a date on that, supposedly, the according to the Edgar Casey readings, the pyramids at Giza were we're looking at twelve thousand five hundred years ago, roughly. That's correct. Yeah. Based Which on also, the Great Pyramid, yes. because it's the anomaly. Right. And the greatest anomaly is what Pharaoh would you know would not put his name on inside no carvings at all in that pyramid yes. and of course the the first pyramid the great pyramid is the greatest one then everybody declined and forgot everything so what yeah. what uh, many people who study history in this other vein think is that they found that the cultures that came out of the Sahara when the Sahara dried up and flowed into Egypt they found this pyramid there and their next pyramids were attempts to imitate yes. what they found. Yes. yes, much of like what's happened in South America and yeah. Central America yes. as well in later civilizations. Yes. So going back, the Lemurians, for the first point of uh, immigration, so to speak, yeah. was to Peru. Correct. Now, let's look at how the Atlantean leap occurred. Uh, the Atlanteans came, th were coming through also but it seems like the earliest in Peru, they came through way earlier than 3,000, 4,000, 10,000, right. because in order to build those pyramids, you had to go through. Right. And it's not always when you migrate that the people, the master craftsmen get to migrate. Right. They may have died, so you had to start from scratch, but at least you had the memory of what could be, and that's the most important thing to have. And in a way, we're out of sequence, because as we're talking about Egypt 12,500 years ago as a, yes. a Great Pyramid, that, that is a remnant of Atlantis. Yes. So now I'm going to take us back to Atlantis, the upper civilization, what the beings were like, the dramas that were playing out on that stage, the technologies, mental yes. and physical, that were available to us. What yes. was life like when the entire continent was whole in the upper Atlanteans. When it was phase. whole, it was beautiful because they recognized crystal as the, um, the way to communicate with other dimensions. Uh, Edgar Cayce mentioned the Pleiades, Arcturus, from the light shining upon us is filled with intelligence if we're open to it. One of the first meditations of the American Indians is to look at the moon, stare at the moon's light, and find the rabbit. Find the rabbit there, and you've taken the first step into feeling what the moon really is and what intelligence it can give through light into your inner being. Mm -hmm. um, so going back to the Atlanteans yes. and the understanding that crystal was the communication device right. between dimensions because these were kind of fresh off the boat. Right. A lot of these beings were newly seated to the planet, taking the material form there, 
as happened in Mu and Lemuria prior to that. And they had their early ages of great achievement where they got it together and they had a democratic society. Edgar Cayce said that and so did Plato. But gradually, even in Plato, it agrees with Edgar Cayce that the God part of them, the spirit part of them, became more and more uh, uh, smaller, more uh, less seen, yeah. less effective, mm -hmm. less seen, forgotten. Mm -hmm. And so the more they were led into that uh, material realm, and then they went away from, they wanted to increase their pleasure, their attachments, and part of their pleasure is control of others. The ego loves it. Mm -hmm. I am the one, me, and I just enjoy <laughs> being important and other people bowing to me. I am the creator. Then we... Uh, the greatest definition I've heard of ego is edge God out. It's, <laughs> edge God <laughs> I out. am the God. <laughs> the divine right of kings comes through. Well, what's interesting about that to me is it's, that as you're speaking about it, you have beings who are fresh off the boat from another dimensional area, yes. um, taking the physical, and the ones who weren't damaged and weren't um, lost in this encasement and did keep both aspects of the being connected and alive... Yes lots of technological and other information flowed through them. They had very high capabilities. Yes. Can you talk about some of what Casey, Casey's readings revealed in terms of what we were doing, what the place looked like, the technologies, the agricultural practices, and the so forth? The technology involved the cutting of canals. There were canals and they were uh, towers and temples to, uh, according to the Greek myth, it was it was the giving out to Poseidon. He was granted at that field, according to the Greek myth, like much like the Amelius. And so Edgar Cayce said that those islands, there were three main ones, uh, Poseidia, Og, and uh, Arian. 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 Okay. So the Arian word mm -hmm. that we use. I know the word Og because I studied Gaelic. Right. And the word the word in Gaelic in or og is youth or young. Okay. The land of the young, the land of forever young, because they could live to long age during Let's those times. Let's talk about times. that. What yes. kind of lifespans did we have then? Well, you look at the, the Bible as the best. When uh, We don't have exact sources. Edgar Cayce said they lived long ages at certain periods, and then we have the Bible to go to and other sources mm -hmm. also mm -hmm. that say the same thing around the world. So we're uh, looking at seven, eight, nine hundred right, years. Right, because even today, scientists have no idea why we age. Right. It's like some there's switch no, got turned off. There's no reason for it. And yeah. I think we've cut, our, we've cut off our own juices and perhaps we want to get out of here after a while. It's suffering because we're trapped and we know we're, no, we're going no further. Okay, now that makes sense. Yeah. So the other thing they were doing at that time um, was using technologies. Yes. Let's talk about the use of technologies for the good and for maybe the not so positive. We have a date from Edgar Cayce of 5,722 year BCE, I think, or, or years ago, I'm not mm -hmm. too sure, when there was a great conference, worldwide conference, because these groups, these ancient civilizations, were in communication with each other. There were great meetings in Egypt. There were great meetings in Atlantis and representatives from around the world. And this is hard for 
for historians and archaeologists to swallow. But you're talking about telecommunications and, or... And it could be in that level. Yes. That's right. Uh, there was some evidence. But for Edgar Casey, I think he's talking about actual actual uh, meetings yes. and that we had these earlier civilizations that just have been buried and we can't find trace of them anymore. And the Greeks said the same thing, that Zeus called the meeting. Mm -hmm. And because people were going away from their godlike selves and were going into lower uh, material life forms and needed to remember who they are. Right. Not that the matter is lower, but they have to remember that they have another existence besides this existence. Mm -hmm. So nudging back to, into the technological age yes. that developed at that time, where Mu was really more primitive in terms Mu of people living more... was not interested in technology. That's right, living more in contact with just nature, the divine Mu is the land of, of the crystal power. Yeah. And I think Atlantis got the crystal power from Mu, Mu okay. Lemuria, because they were in touch with each other. Um, the, how, how was it exploited and utilized? Um, for Mu, it's more a culture of agriculture, and it's more building of simple temples and agriculture and no weaponry, no warfare. And that's what we're finding in ancient Peru right now. Mm -hmm. Although we're still early, yet they've had this hope for many mm -hmm. different civilizations and like among the Maya, and they say the Maya became warlike too, but they have to remember that the Maya were invaded by the civilizations of, of heartland of Mexico, and then they changed. Right, right. They were That's occupied. later. So right. That, yeah. And so what the, the uh, Edgar Cayce said in that year of 50,000 B.C. 50,000, right. 52,000 years ago. Yes. I love the number 52 because it fits with the Mayan sacred numbers. There was a threat from large animals. Certain environments were threatened, and they began to use the technology and the crystal that they had to develop weaponry to change the climate. To change Much the climate. Much like people say that things are going on today that are happening with chemtrails and uh, various um, shooting up uh, um, um, rays into the atmosphere for uh, finding out what's in the ionosphere and how we can use it yes. to spy on other cultures mm -hmm. and bombarding it to see what will happen yes. so we can get so we can get uh, material gain yes and that's a whole other subject yes so they were using similar technologies and you're saying you're saying now that they were altering weather patterns having to do with the roaming or invasion of the larger animals were those two somehow linked them Some to control areas those in populations their colonies and parts of atlantis threatened by larger animals we don't get into they don't get into de details about what the large animals are so i don't know what that well, is yeah. a person that I have a great amount of yes. respect for, yeah. um, and I both used to be taken back into the into past life mm -hmm. regressions into these times, and I have just a smattering of experiences. Yes, yes. But I remember the first one that she went through; she was there as a guardian for the people, the pe the human beings, to help keep the animals 
separate from them, the large human-like uh, humanoid type animals, away idea. from yeah, them yeah. because they yeah. they had developed agricultural right. practices, so right. it was a draw and attraction to right. the other species to come there, and they would come and maraud and wipe out the food supplies. So there was an attempt to try to keep them kind of corralled and moved to other areas, and maybe that's part but of we this. We have to think of animal life forms, yeah. and some of it could be ethereal, yeah. uh, ethereal. Um, and that they are guardians. Yes. They were the guardians of, of the previous creation number two. And so they are always our guardians, mm -hmm. but we have to remember their strength. When we pressure them, as maybe the Atlanteans were pressuring them, yes. then they assume forms that they don't want to assume, but they but they are they are empowered by the earth, the the, the mother earth to assume a form to protect. Which is because interesting. Because we're not allowed to destroy the earth. Right, and that that featured prominently in a yeah. number of readings is that mm. in the early Atlantean times, yeah. the civilization was being threatened <clears throat> and overrun by these very large animals yes, yes. of sorts. And they don't so describe the way they look. We're like. still doing research on what the nature of that is, and I mm -hmm. appreciate you opening that for me because I I hadn't done that that. I just, it just research. flashed through yeah. my mind when you were yeah. talking about it that she had seen that and that regression. Nobody can study everything. It's too much. You, it's too well, much. I'm hoping more people yeah. will get into this study. Well, yeah. and it's a matter of putting these little pieces of yes. the puzzle together yes. to create a larger portrait. Yeah. So they also had the advantage of um, electromagnetic technologies. Yes. They were mastering the use of yep. and even fission at that time, yep. as I understand. And they were beginning to master it. And you had people like Tesla that we had in our history who uh, began to have amazing ideas of using electricity and it would be free, using the earth as a wire. And they were doing that then and already. that kind of person, his records had to be expunged and he had to be eliminated. They So the people, the scientists who were doing this, uh, could be easily waylaid in their attempts by people who are trying to use the technology and charge for it and become dominant in the society, becoming the ones who deal out the energy and the power. Keeping a slave species of sorts. Yes, enslaved. Intact, yeah. to keep enslavement yeah. going. So this started back then, right? Yes. It's it's a re, it's a cycle. It's, it's what cycle. human beings do. So everything in our we're supposedly inventing and discovering is yeah. really only rediscovering because all yes. of it, and we haven't gotten as far exactly. as those early Atlantean civilizations. Right now, I think we're approaching where Atlantis was. We we are we are quite there, and a lot of Atlanteans are coming into this lifetime because they love it. They remember, and they want to come in here and do that again and enjoy it. Even the even the abusing, and they're free to do that. Is it? Would you say, in your own understanding of yeah. it, that the ones who come back, um, who are posing as power elite at this time, have played that role uh, from that time, from yes. the Atlantean times yes, forward, and, and this is the role they're they're replaying their role, and some of them. Are, they don't want to wake up in this lifetime. They like this, mm -hmm. and they're allowed to do it. And they're allowed to do it because we have a universe of worlds. Yes. And so when they pass, there are millions and billions of worlds where they can go to as the next step in their education in the hope that they will choose another route. Yes. Because creation is an invitation. Yes. It's synonymous with the word invitation. Well, we are invited to learn. We are never forced. 
it is open and it will be spread out. That's why the universe is expanding. It is not, it is not going backwards as they thought. It's getting larger because we are making it larger. Yes. We're creating these new, new worlds because we're demanding more, more fields to play in for our evolution. Mm -hmm. And whatever we demand, the Creator will grant we are that precious. And we had refined this creation quite yes. well in earthly forms at that time. Yeah. And one of the areas that in has intrigued me is what they were doing at the time with agriculture. That part I haven't seen us yes. master yet in that there was the use of crystal yes. and the use of crystal as a light source yes. among an, a, yes. as well as energy source where they were shining light on the backside of the mountains right. and growing extraordinary mm -hmm. produce mm -hmm. you could anywhere really from yeah. anywhere with the technology because they're in the red lands they're in the place of feeling the atlanteans could feel the earth and so they could use the crystal power to help growth they could use their their own minds to open up the magical entities, the fairy, what we call the fairies, yes. the the, uh, Div the, the Kingdom. magical parts mm -hmm. and the entities of the earth to grow. They were very successful. They, Edgar Casey said, they reached very high levels of production, yes. agricultural production, and civilization. It's only in the later times, and when they went awry after the 50,000, 52,000 mark, when they started to use the technology in the wrong way, they were using it to destroy climate. That's not their job. No. Their job is not to destroy, and they got enamored with it, and that was the beginning. And then they started the earth disturbances much more than they could handle, and then there were a series, as uh, uh, most of the ARE scholars now point to 52 That's and 26 and 13. Those are the Mayan power numbers. Right. So I always consider it in those in that in that way. So that so do, is there any feeling of for how long that culture existed before the first takedown, 52, 54,000 oh, years ago. The Atlantean culture was going on thousands of years before that. Mm -hmm. Edgar Cayce is talking about these key eras. Mm -hmm. uh, he talked most about the key eras because he saw that we were going through the same one and the clients wanted that information. Right. And so um, he talked about why people came in from Atlantis and uh, why people were working in the electrical field became an engineer because you were that before yes. and this time you want to come around and do it again and do it right because that is the whole key of the Mayan uh, way is they have the the um, the mythology of Quetzalcoatl. Mm -hmm. Quetzalcoatl is the eternal priest king. He Quetzal means bird blue-green bird, and a coatl means snake. The bird means the knowledge of the skies, and the snake, the knowledge of the underworld, the one who knows, the priest king. Mm -hmm. And he uh, defiled himself with a little help from, the, from others. Mm -hmm. But he defiled himself, and he had part of it, and he had to leave, he had to go. Mm -hmm. And when he left, uh, it was a big goodbye, I will return. Uh, the priest falls and has to leave. The Reita, 
thing of one of the previous incarnations of Edgar Casey is the priest king in Egypt. Mm -hmm. And he originally had a wonderful, miraculous um, civilization in Egypt, which came from Persia, the older one. Mm -hmm. And then he defiled himself, married a, a relation, too close of a relation, and too young. And so therefore he had to leave. And so many uh, ancient civilizations talk about the return of the priest. The return, okay. The return so of the mature priest. Yes. And that's what Mayan uh, mythology is all about. Spiritual immaturity and spiritual maturity. Okay, so let's go, let's go now to how the priests were reigning at that time in Atlantis, yes. in that first one. And then let's move on to 28,000, okay. when the civilization was first lost. Yes. That portion of the civilization is lost, and the migratory patterns outward yes. of the people. Yes. The migratory patterns from Atlantis. Edgar Casey said they're all coming through the Yucatan lands. They're coming through Yucatan, and from there they're going to Peru. Okay. The Atlanteans. And he records all the mixtures, all, it's mind-boggling, the amount of migrations. You had Mu areas, you had Atlantean areas, and gradually you'll see the, the influence in the Peruvian cultures, like in Chavín de Huantar, the great site of Peru, which was started off so beautifully, but then the, the sons of Belial got control, and mm -hmm. the art changes, and the, the their um, their trade system changes, and mm -hmm. it becomes more. And their temples change; they get more limited access by the nobility. Mm -hmm. It's no longer it's no longer wide access. Okay. The also, also as I recall reading in, in Casey's work, the other migration that was occurring was re occurring eastward, where you're talking about the engagement of the Pyrenees. That's right. And Portugal and there was and an attempt, and, and Plato recorded that, the dialogues recorded that, of the attempt to take over the war with Athens and the war with Egypt. And eventually they were defeated by an ancient Athens, which is interesting. It is interesting. Okay, now, so my mind's that's, kind that's of going... That's Plato's dialogue. Yes. Yeah. And let me go in a linear fashion here. So then at 50, uh, 52,000... We had a disruption, a complete disruption of the land, and a large portion of, of early the, Atlantis of Americas, yeah. was gone. Yeah. Okay. Now the migration had started. People, there was some forewarning, I and mean, it didn't it's, happen. The migration in an was going on all the way That's through. That's right. And Edgar Casey talked about one particular one that was very important, and that was the one led by Iltar of the House of Aslan. Yes. And he led about 10 individuals, and he was building uh, some of the first temples in the Yucatan colony land. Okay. But that land is probably now under the water. That's why we went there in 12-12-12 with the crystal skulls yes. to get the download the skulls with that information. Okay. Now, what was the second iteration or the remaining culture of Atlantis after the first um, disappearance of the landmass, which took that culture with it, that portion of the culture That's with right. it. That's right, and then the islands became more separated and mm -hmm. smaller, and then wars one to the other, and different ones doing, because the Atlanteans were entrepreneurial, very entrepreneurial, more aggressive than the Lemurians were. Mm -hmm. uh, you can see that in when you compare the, the west to the east, 
there is a certain there is a certain that's why the Pacific is called the Pacific. Mm -hmm. It's much more there's a there's a much more um, uh, placidness, softer softness yes. there, and yes. a knowledge of space in between people. And even the remaining cultures that, yeah. that dot along still in the Atlantis have it. still, still have that have softness yeah. and connection yes, with yes. the land and nature. Yes. So yes. now in the Atlantic area where people have spread both directions yep. and into the Americans, yep. Americas, including into the Southwest. Right. Which and you're going to have colonies being established mm -hmm. in different places where it was ripe and they could control. And then if they had a Lemurian culture then, then the Atlanteans would come in and become the other faction and then gradually bring it down. So Casey's readings for individuals are over 14,000 readings. Yes. Nobody can read them all. Right. Um, but they talk about gaining and losing. You were, you were one of the priestesses in the temple there. Mm -hmm. At first you did very well and then you lost. Yes, and, and the your, corruption with happened. And and part of your sadness in this life is for that reason. It doesn't seem like we're always Remember, doing that even yes. every I mean we're always bumping up against our boundaries and doing course corrections. And bump, yes, and bumping up against ourselves because what we've done and why we study this archaeology and this history is because our ancient selves have left messages for ourselves knowing that we will come back and be reminded. Yes. So it's spiritual archaeology. So at this time in the second uh, portion that yeah. went down in 28,000, you still had high technology. Yes. They had things like floating cars. They, right. they understood gravity right. really they well. They had central source. Central source. Uh, of magnificent. Energy. He called it to a eye stone. Yes. To a oi. Now that sounds Lemurian to me. Isn't that the big crystal? Yeah, the big crystal. Yeah, and it's it sounds, that's to why me. that's why I think the Lemurian is the place where the crystal comes from. And they had and they used it and they used it as a central power station. Yes. And it powered submarines and airplanes, you name it, and eventually weaponry. Death ray. Edgar Casey talked about the death ray. That's that right. began, and then that was the before climate. the science in this day and age came about. On that, that's right. That we're just getting to that level now. Yes. Yeah. And how was the death and ray? And congratulating ourselves. <laughs> yeah, like we've reached a high level a of advancement. A high level of it. Yeah. What? How was the death ray used at that time? Because this really figures into the destruction. They used it to destroy. Uh, large animals, and at first, what they were talking, um, I'm I don't get this from Edgar Casey reading, so I'm going to jump here and say, I'm betting that some of the colonies were warring with other colonies mm -hmm. and would use that technology to win. Okay, so it was essentially they were yeah. they were kind of nuking, yeah. yeah, and much of the same as the Greeks were doing, same yeah. thing, they would go. They would use the the Oracle at Delphi. That's one theory now. They were mm -hmm. using the Oracle at Delphi as a major intelligence point to inform people going to Delphi Oracle and the priest speaking behind. It's not so pure sometimes. Mm -hmm. And letting them know of information where certain areas less civilized around the Mediterranean are ripe for invasion by certain city-states, entrepreneurial ones who wanted mm -hmm. to increase their power because yes. Greece was not a central empire. And so and Atlantis was breaking up and so they were not central anymore. They used right. to be the Ten Kings and right. then they had a unity among them, but the unity was, had broken down and now they're fighting with each other. And the sons of Belial are not a single entity either. Right. They are. They are 
different in dip because the islands as the as the as the destruction advanced in the separate islands there were separate <laughs> governments formed but uh, Casey I think is mainly talking about the main island of Poseidia yes right and so as I understand it from the readings the, by a very large increment this connection with the spirit and the spiritual understandings kept declining with each destruction <laughs> of Atlantis correct it was time for them to fall there is the invitation, there is the hope that they can wake up, but a resonance has to be created among the followers of the one, which we're doing right now. Yes. We have to network with each other, we have to talk with this resonance, we have to remember. We have to become a member of ourselves again. Remember to become a member again of each other and stop letting other forces from the top separate us into little groups through fear and competition. This has been carried out now for hundreds of thousands yeah. of years. Divide this has been going conquer. on, and it, we Divide have an opportunity. Yeah. Absolutely. I had the experience with Dolores Cannon of doing a past life regression yes. one time. Did had no idea where I was going to end up. I just know what I what I went for, yeah. which was a, a some kind of damage that I felt like my heart had been really yes. hampered at some point. Yes. Assuming it might be a little love affair in the past, no. Yes. I went right back to the final days of one of the epoch periods in yes. Atlantis. And yes. the one thing that I noticed is when, and I was working at that time uh, with energy. We worked with the mind. It was females mm -hmm. in a temple setting, as opposed to the males predominantly, but not entirely, working with the great crystal and the energy sources outside, which I didn't really have a lot of awareness of because we were cloistered. So mm -hmm. I only had what I would hear and what we could see. Yes, yes. Uh, but when it was over, that in this this was the final day, and the sadness was so dense. We had been trying to hold the energy as others had mm -hmm. for decades upon decades mm -hmm. and we were about in our mid 200s mm -hmm. we were like a 32 year old today mm -hmm. but we we're 250 years old roughly mm -hmm. the point was after it all went down the you could see i assume it was a nuclear type of thing mm -hmm. because the fish i could see them belly up and mm -hmm. boiling in the waters mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i didn't stay for the actual meltdown right. i was there but i didn't choose to look yeah. at it went beyond it mm -hmm. the thing that struck me i kept saying to her how could we have done this? Because we have ruined the very delicate matrix that has been created between ourselves and the sun. So it was cosmological on one level. And then I was saying that and seeing, I kept saying we have to go to sleep for a very long time now mm -hmm. because there would be no there would be no incentive to incarnate if we could remember what we just lost. And those voices were, go to sleep was to encrypt the information in the crystal. Interesting. And crypt themselves, an ethereal part of themselves, into the crystal. And that's what the crystal skull represents. Okay, now this skull, the yes. skull you're speaking of, Earth yes. Keeper, came to you when I met you in 11, right. 11, 11. Uh, And you didn't ask from, for it. Uh, a man from Germany and a lady from Peru came up to me. And they said this, I was lecturing just on these very subjects. And they said, he wants to be on the table where you're talking. So I said, okay, put them on the table. Then it, uh, later on at 4 o'clock, I was done lecturing. They came back and they said, he still wants to be with you. Would you please uh, become his caretaker? And I told my wife, <laughs> one will come to us. And, and sure enough, it was a, that's the most powerful sign to me. Right. Uh, uh, and it's a sign of what we can get 
and what we can expect because we're so precious following the spirit of us we will be given gifts we will be given help and clear signs unmistakable so let's talk about him yeah let's talk about i I want to before we end this conversation we still have time i want to talk about what happened during that that's that phase of instability where there was again a leaping off and an exodus to other parts of the world yes. especially into yeah. egypt from atlantis yeah. those two cultures started yes. clashing right. before we go there just give us a little bit of an idea of what the Earthkeeper skull has been bringing by way of memory it's in my life he has started to form my life he she has started to form my life and nobody's life because Your wife, in, Nobi, immediately yes. we were drawn towards Peru mm-hmm. because I was engaged not just with the Earthkeeper but the Mitchell Hedges skull yes. that was found in Lubahantun on the east coast of the Yucatan. And it is a site unusual. It's more like a Peruvian site, no mortar between the stones, built like this the, the, the pyramids of Caral Supe okay. uh, in ancient Peru. And Peru is older. The archaeological evidence is coming out older, although that's not for sure. Yeah. Because a lot of land sunk in the Yucatan off there. So he's taking you. He was. He's been guiding you that direction. Of course, you don't know where you're going to be guided next. The intelligence of it is pulling you forward into deeper understanding and each of these. Being sense enough to realize, and then my daughter marries a guy from Peru, Dennis, and all of a sudden. I am going to Peru again. So maybe you're still a matchmaker. And all of a sudden, I'm studying about Peru. <laughs> yeah. And because I'm being led in my study to another place, the Mulamurian place. Peru yes. is much more Mulamurian. Right. And so I'm led to a deeper level and the sense of smell. Yes. It's almost like I have to awaken a sense of smell that I have. Mm-hmm. And uh, you will have accidents in your life. Your um, everything is so part of the plan of revelation. Every sickness that you have is designed by you. So in the Mayan calendar reading, a person says, "I've been having trouble with my nose. I've had allergies and everything." I said, "That's because you." assign that to yourself that's the help given to you so that a great resonance center and a memory can be awakened in that area and that has to do with Mulamuria and study Mulamuria this is what the Mayan calendar reading does if it's an injury to the ear and so therefore the five places you have a powerful lifetime at that time and I didn't used to do this until I got Earthkeeper it's different it's uh-huh. different because ancient memories are coming out of there and you're part of it you're you put yourself into that crystal oh, you, when you're sitting with someone doing a reading you mean the, the, the three of right you right out of there through me mm, and, interesting and so i advise everyone to get a crystal skull a small one a big one doesn't make any difference get one and it doesn't one. matter that it was just carved yesterday Get a crystal is crystal. It's yeah. all millions of years old. Yes. It was all there. And it's all one. planned mm-hmm. to be there, not only for our technology, but for the original reason it came was to help us with uh, communication with other dimensions. It's a help. It's almost like a Christ. Yes. It's a vehicle of the Christ. And the ancient memories of all the souls who, like yourself, who appeared and had to go away couldn't stand it where would be the place for the ethereal beings to go mm-hmm. the inside crystal 
interesting. It came out in the Superman movies, remember? Yes, yes, yes. It's in our memory. It's, mm -hmm. an, it, it's there. So w the Atlanteans were very crystal-based for yes. good and for negative, for destructive and for healing purposes. Yes, yes. Some of it was used in their great healing halls, for yes. example, which were very sophisticated forms Edgar of healing. Edgar Casey talked a lot about yes. that, about the Temple Beautiful yes. and the Temple of Sacrifice yes. and where people were eliminating some of their animal parts, mm. uh, uh, I guess, to be more into the fourth creation, yes. to be more part of it. The uh, the only thing is, it became civilization was coming. You have to beware of what civilizations and what beings Edgar Casey is talking to at the time too. Right. To eliminate the parts, it's a purification. Edgar Casey is not an infallible source. Right. He met other beings up there called Halaleo, for example, who said other things. And he said, uh, and and Casey didn't would just it's just a transmitter of information, right. and it's up to individual people. There's no right or wrong in Edgar Casey. There is just read it and see what your heart well, says. And didn't each person attract the source it needed for its information right. that was given in yes. that way? Because maybe there was a previous relationship. We have the wonderful Metatron right. in our age giving out information. We have the Skull Speaks, which mm -hmm. is a book I highly recommend by Carol Wilson Davis, who talked about, who did readings. She was a, a famous psychic in Canada, and she did readings in the 1980s with the Mitchell Hedges skull. Yes. And when you read it, you'll see Edgar, the resonance of Edgar Casey is there. When the last, the last time Atlanta, before the final destruction of Atlantis, yeah. and my understanding is one of the last remaining physical places of Atlantis is actually a peak in the Azores. And there are others too, but there are remaining little yes. bits of... Yes. Now, Edgar Casey and other beings have said during a period... I'm going to quickly uh, do something here.